Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast brought to you by MCUExchange.com. All connected. Everything. excited to tell you that uh, these shows are made with so much love and so much care and some of the best writing that we've ever seen in television and I'm very very proud of our showrunners and I'm going to bring them out now and they are Chris Dingus, Tara Butters and Michelle Fizikas. We'll go to that way. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, of course, are not strangers to Comic-Con. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> we were, the first time we were here as a panelist was on uh, the pilot of Reaper. Uh, we were on Kevin's we, Reaper fans out there? Very cool. I was conceived on the convention floor in 1973. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed to say I was there. Uh, <laughs> not in the conceiving part, in the conceiving part. You like um, to watch. <laughs> uh, you had to go there, didn't you? Uh, the, the, the real challenge of season one was finding an actor that could personify someone who existed in comics for a very long time uh, and who also, at the same time, existed as a voice and is now played by a different actor and I, I, what I can just tell you is, is that when we first sat down and decided that the person who was going to be following Agent Carter on her adventures uh, was going to be uh, Jarvis. And uh, we, we looked high, we looked low, and we all agreed that there was the right person for it if we could just get him, and that person is James Darcy. This is his first Comic-Con, does not know what to suspect. He, 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 said, he said that it was, it, we walked over and of course they took us through the back way and the tunnels and stuff and he turned to me and he said, this, this doesn't seem very crowded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may have been wrong. <laughs> um, I'm very proud to say that you can't do Agent Carter without Agent Carter. It is our extraordinary pleasure every day to get to work with Haley Atwell. There are two other people who are very important to this show who could not make it. They're off making a, a little movie called Captain America Civil War. And that would be Kevin Feige and Lou Desposito. This is the one show that Marvel Television makes with Marvel Studios. 
Lewis has been uh, one of the champions of this. He directed the short, he directed the, the pilot, and I can honestly tell you that I don't know that any of us would be here without Lewis championing it all the way. So a big thank you to Lewis, and a big shout out to everybody out in Captain America land. Um, so guys, welcome to Comic-Con. <laughs> This is uh, a little different than the last time we did this when no one really knew who we were. Uh, and I, I guess we'll, I'll just start out with, with talking to Tara, Michelle, and Chris. Um, what's it like having a, a little eight episodes that suddenly the world is talking about? I, I remember walking through, uh, I think, the Marriott last year with you. Um, and telling Haley, you're never going to be able to do this again, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> and it is kind of amazing to see, to kind of walk around with her, and everybody kind of gets all excited, and it's so cool to see all the cosplay that I've seen of her. Um, and I have to say the fan art. I Tara buys everything on Etsy, yeah. literally everything on Etsy. <laughs> if there's fan art and you've put it up for sale, I've probably bought it. Um, but I, I just love that expression of the fans and how they love the show. And I'm really happy because we love it so much, and I really wanted people to like it, um, and I'm, I'm glad that they did. It's the best job we've ever had. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> Me too. We <laughs> <laughs> love each other so much. Uh, so when we started out, the hunt for Jarvis, uh, James, you had some... Uh, questions. I, I, I think I was going to go with misgivings, um, but you certainly had to sort of know, as an actor, how to play this part. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, when you first started out, when you first got a call from us and we all said, come play, please come play. I, I, well, I was slightly worried because in the, um, in the pilot, Jarvis is making a souffle. <laughs> and... Um, I can't actually make a souffle. And I, and I was worried that I would be required to actually do any of you who've made a souffle will know it's a, it's a complex process and you've got to time it just right. So my apprehension mainly revolved around souffle making. And um, I can do a perfect spotted dick. That's an English pudding. Um, but I'm not so good at the souffles. So uh, we, we had a long conversation about that, and then they explained to me what acting is, uh, <laughs> and, and that I would not... In well, fact, what's great, I, though, is that, is that no one's ever played an English butler before, so this was a, a right. new thing for you. To I'm be able treading to do. very new territory here. <laughs> um, and actually, the thing that, the thing that really uh, sold it to me was when Michelle and Tara, Chris and Jeff said to me, oh, no, no, no but he's going to be with her on the missions. And I said, oh, great, so there's going to be some fighting. And, uh, and they went, we were done. <laughs> yeah, Haley's going to be doing a lot of fighting. <laughs> and I said, and Jarvis will be behind her doing some fighting. And they went, what? <laughs> um, so, thank you That's that. how Chris actually talks, <laughs> just to let you know. Uh, and... and 
having read the script, there was, there, there was so funny what they had already written for Jarvis. And I've never actually had an opportunity to do anything comedic on film before. And I wasn't at all sure that I could do it. Uh, but it turns out... You guys think that, that you can I do it? Have to... Thank you for the vote of confidence. <laughs> it turns out I just had to be my usual Wally of a self, and it, and it would work out just fine. Uh, you actually brought up something that, that uh, I should also mention, was that you read the first script, and that, that script was written by uh, two of our other executive producers that we're also very lucky to have, and that's Chris Marcus and Steve McFeely. They also could not be here because having written Captain America the First Avenger and having written Captain America the Winter Soldier, they have just finished writing and are on the set at Captain America Civil War. So, uh, we just have a little bit of a pedigree here, a little bit that we're very proud of. Um, speaking of very proud of, Healy Atwell, Aside from being the only person I'd let take my hat, uh, tell us about Peggy. Like, you've now played Peggy. Uh, well, you've played Peggy in two features, a short, and eight episodes, soon now to be ten more episodes. What is it about that character that uh, takes you off the big screen and into our homes? Uh, I think, first of all, the quality of the writing. And it was very clear in the script that, um, you know, we'd seen aspects of Peggy in the first Avenger, but on, in this show in particular, there were so many nuances of character, and she was dynamic and resourceful and fun and sexy and vulnerable and all these qualities that, that uh, I really enjoy playing. And so I, um, I jumped to the chance to do it for the very reason that also I, I'd known the Marvel team for five years and love them dearly and um, she's just kind of kind of taken over my life in such an amazing way she's quite fearless and I often find when I'm having moments of kind of doubting what I'm doing I think that she she wouldn't she just goes for it so she kind of thrusts herself into situations with such kind of um, kind of wild abandonment that uh, that I I, uh, I love that opportunity so it's changed my life yeah uh, <laughs> True story, we, uh, we had the script and, uh, and we had Haley's interest, but it's always uh, a challenge when you have someone and you want to make sure that they're coming on board. And she came into the Marvel offices and, and went through our little quiet security, because as you know, there is no Marvel security. Uh, actually, I'm hoping that no one here is actually recording anything because you're not going to leave here alive. Uh, and, and we get to keep your phone, and it's bad. So don't do that. Anyway, uh, and so you went in, I remember you went into a, a little locked room uh, with a script, which she, she then had to give back uh, as soon as she was done reading. And uh, you had sort of the most amazing reaction, because you went in with like all these questions, like you were prepared to like grill us. Yeah, and go, I was. Well, do you think you could change, is it? Uh, and then what happened when you came out? I just, yeah, that's how we talk as executive <laughs> <laughs> Um I just, well, I just loved her and I, want, I really hoped that, um, you know, the writers would get her right. I was really adamant about, about that. And uh, I just read the script the first time and just came out and I think I just went, <gasps> she's amazing. <laughs> and I had nothing to say but, but compliments. It was, 
I just think, you know, we're also working with a group of such talented and skillful writers. It's, it's all on the page, and it feels like you just have to turn up and say the lines, and all the work's kind of done for you. So I've been very lazy, actually. And can, and can, we, can I add to that, actually, that, that you know, an, a show that is set in the 40s so requires some period dialogue, but also with two of the main characters being English, that's an extraordinary skill that m quite a lot of British writers wouldn't be able to, to pull off, to write period English dialogue. And you guys, our writers have just so beautifully come up with words that I would never dare to use. <laughs> um, you know, and they found these fantastic period dialogue for us and... Uh, Hello! <laughs> like that? Like that. <laughs> Uh, I am told that we can open the, the floor to some Q&A. Is there a thing and a thing? Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm Haley. I'm Haley. So I guess, I, I guess I start with the guy in the Captain America shirt. Oh, look at that. You have like a little television and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my name is DJ. My question is for Haley Atwell. Do you feel that your character's decision to pour out Captain America's blood at the end of the season um, was right, even though sh uh, Steve was the only one to survive or volunteer for Operation Rebirth? Yeah, I do think it was absolutely the right decision because uh, she'd been holding on to him the whole season, not really being able to move on. She was grieving him, and I think by the end of the season she'd grown, and she, it was her way of getting closure and letting him go, and it was a burial for her in a way. Um, I think also she was just concerned that if it had gone into the wrong hands, then um, someone would abuse that power. And I think keeping, keeping him alive through the work that she was doing and the memory of him served him better. Um, but I think it also makes it more bittersweet and just makes it for a better story. And, and we shot that on, on the Brooklyn Bridge in New York, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to talk at all? That, that's actually one of our big partners uh, in the show is ILM. And uh, you, you guys have heard of ILM. It's a little special effects house. Uh, Michelle, do you want to talk a little bit about how, how helpful that is and, and how we built of, all of this? This is one of the benefits of working with Marvel is that people want to go into business with Marvel. Um, and so ILM has obviously done a bunch of work for the Marvel feature side, had never done TV. Um, and I think we're a little hesitant about doing it for a lot less money and a lot less time, but they were such fans of the material. I've actually worked on a, a lot of different shows that used uh, visual effects. Um, and it's some of the best work I've ever seen. You actually went up and visited them. The, yes, it was amazing to get a tour of ILM and see movies and stuff that you've seen growing up and see the assets there. But the, the amazing thing for us was when you're having to build a city, they have 30 years worth of assets they were able to call on in their library and rejigger for us to help make New York City come to life, which was a big part of our show. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, we have another question. Hi, this Hi. question is for Haley. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to know what your favorite line from the show was that you feel like summed up the themes of the show because the I know my value line was pretty awesome. Well, it's I mean every, it must be I mean everyone knows the line that defined Peggy and it's you know it's something that has kind of touched a lot of people that I've met at conventions over the world in the last few months. But it's I know my value. Uh, anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. 
Um, and that's, I think, for me, something that she, she discovers over time and that she doesn't need praise from anyone because she, um, she has determination and purpose and she's kind of living out her destiny and with the support of the right people around her. And, um, and I, it's been amazing going to these conventions and meeting especially young people, young boys and girls coming up to me and going, oh, I know my value too! And thinking, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> it just melts my heart. It's so humbling. Um, and I think that's kind of that what, that's what gives Peggy in the first season real depth. She has, she's a, a, a very independent spirit. Um, but then at the same time, you know, there's that wonderful scene that I love where uh, Jarvis is talking to her and saying, you can't run away from people that are trying to help you. And, and you realize in that moment that he sees her vulnerability and that in, uh, in putting up this wall from having lost Steve, she's scared of letting other people in. And Jarvis is the person, kind of like a, a kind of kindred spirit, who's gently tapping on the shoulder to tell her that she's not alone. So um, I think he has some pretty fabulous lines too. I, I just, I, I'd be remiss. There is, in the show, there is a Captain America radio show, and, uh, and, and there's, there's somebody on this panel who does one of the voices. Uh, take us back to the 1940s, would you? Welcome to the Captain America Adventure Hour! <laughs> That's mortifying, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, now, guys, we're uh, season two, something new. Where, uh, where are we off to? We are off to Hollywood. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, it, we're in the 1940s. We're still in the same time. And uh, we're, we're moving uh, everybody sort of lock, stock, and barrel off to sunny California. In a, in a sense, it's, it's 1947, so we're saying it's about six months after the show ended, and things are different. We'll start and we'll, and, and we'll, you know, we'll see people are in different positions, and people are actually, not everyone is in New York anymore, um, and there, there's some history that we're not quite sure, and some people aren't talking to each other anymore, um, and then Peggy will get called to Los Angeles to help investigate a murder. Uh, uh, 47 Los Angeles was the same year as the Black Dahlia murder. Um, so we really love the idea of the sort of glamour of old Hollywood and the sort of the classic sort of film noir grit and crime of Los Angeles. So we're kind of really having fun. And it, it, the, the stories that it's it, it just changing the location generates such great stories and great interactions between the characters. And are, are we leaving dear Jarvis home? Does he get to come no, along? Jarvis is actually already there. He's been there uh, helping uh, Howard Stark set up his new estate in Beverly Hills, and he's doing some contract work for the government, and just as a hobby, decided to open a movie studio. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question? Yes. <laughs> I, I might not be able to answer. Am I going to get to meet my wife, finally? <laughs> Does he get to cast it? He, he so. might get to. I'm not sure you guys get to. Uh, 
Look at we got stuff here. Uh, wow. Who, Hello. Who, what do we got? An, another Hi. question or a song? She made the dress. Yeah. Hi, my name is Chella. My name is Zoe. My name is Adria, and I'm Julie. And we have a question about season two. Uh, so we're wondering if we'll see any historical people or places, and what will we see about uh, Peggy's life after Captain America in terms of relationships? That's a good well, question. Abraham Lincoln uh, won't be in the show. historic uh, places, I would say. You know, we're hopefully. I mean, we're we're talking about sort of really iconic Los Angeles places that. Um, haven't really changed much since the 40s. Um, so if we can, if we can do it, we'll we'll, we'll shoot there. Famous people, uh, not really. I tend to try but, not to but movie stars and swimming pools and palm trees and that sort of thing. No, no plans for actual historic figures, but until just now. <laughs> <laughs> and then will we see? I would say that Peggy. Um, has has put Steve's sort of memory to rest and uh, has a couple of new opportunities. Ooh! <laughs> She's a whore. No. <laughs> Just kidding. She's uh, and, and I think on that, because we have a... We have still more show for you. Uh, I very much would like to thank Chris, Tara, Michelle, James, and Haley. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the S.H.I.E.L.D. part of the Marvel television show. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit of fun today because... It's not often that you get to introduce a new character and that character sticks. It is even more unique when you introduce four new characters to an already established show and the audience embraces them in a way that is so exciting for those of us that make the show and write the show that it's just been awesome and I want to introduce you to some of the new people who joined us and I'm going to start uh, with uh, the first inhuman that we got to get to know. Uh, his name is Luke and he plays Lincoln. Uh, hey guys. <laughs> Uh, the second new member of our cast uh, was just, I can't tell you how big a surprise, and we'll talk more about what that means. Um, I, I just, I can't tell you enough good things about Henry, who plays Mac. I never get tired of this joke, so I do it every time I can with him. His real name is Nick Blood, and he plays Lance Hunter. His name should be Lance Hunter, and he should play Nick Blood. <laughs> Nonetheless, Nick, why don't you come on out?
our, our next new cast member almost needs no introduction to you guys. You know her as uh, from some things like Friday Night Lights and John Wick. Um, I, she's a pal, and when we got a chance to be able to uh, bring her on uh, to play Bobby Morse, I, there's really not more I need to say other than Adrian, why don't you get out of here? So they're the new kids. If we're gonna have new kids, that must mean we must have old kids. For some of these guys, this is, for you guys, this is, which is, uh, what happens when Adrian walks out. Uh, uh, whose first Comic-Con is this? All three of so, so I need you. I need you to really make them feel welcome. Can you give them a big cheer? Uh, he struggled a lot at the beginning of the season, and at the end of the season, he was kicking ass on his own. One of our favorite favorite guys, Ian. Come out here. He plays Fitz. They started out as Fitzsimmons. I think we can safely say that they are now Fitz and Simmons. And that would be because, well, we hope that she's coming back. And that is, uh, Elizabeth, why don't you come on out here? Uh, Hopefully we're going to get a chance to talk a little bit about the fact that this season uh, we, we got, you got to understand that Melinda May is a very complicated character. We learned a lot about her backstory, but if you knew Ming, <laughs> you wouldn't quite understand how those two people could coexist. But this year we got to see a little bit of Ming because she got to play a couple of different roles. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Ming, why don't you come on out here? Almost don't have to say his name. I really, I'm at a point now where it, instead, if I just did this, I stand with Ward. No. Red Bull. This show started uh, around an idea which was that a young 
inexperienced but very qualified hacker was trying to get into S.H.I.E.L.D. She didn't know about her past. She had a name that she had chosen for herself. Uh, she, many of you have pointed out, didn't have a last name because when we, the computer would say <laughs> Agent Sky. Uh, uh, but this year was a real game changer in a lot of ways, not only for the show, but in particular for someone who got a chance to introduce a very important character to the Marvel Universe. And we no longer refer to her as Sky, we refer to her as Daisy Johnson. Chloe, come on out. We are all, everyone here, and everyone in the production, I just thanks our lucky stars because we get to work with Clark Gregg. You know, I want to spend uh, just a second just talking to, to the, the, I just love calling you guys the newbies. It's the best. Uh, so uh, Luke, and, and uh, when this all started and you got to come on board, um, what was that like? I mean, I, you know, this, this ship's up and flying. You get yeah. to come on board. It's bloody scary, I tell you. <laughs> These guys are just these guys are just so good at what they do, and so coming on, I just wanted to kind of slip in unnoticed, um, and just you know, I, I just wanted to work as hard as I could, and it was, it was pretty cool getting to work with Chloe because uh, she knows how it's done. Uh, but look, everyone made me feel really welcome from the start, and uh, it's a really cool family. Okay, so here's the part that I know all of you are sitting there home going, wait, I, I, it, he doesn't have an American accent. I don't understand. <laughs> What's what is he putting on? I think. So now, Luke, you got to do it for us. Talk in your American voice. What do you want me to say, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Just cracks me up. Now, uh, Henry, uh, you, you, Henry, you started out, you were kind of the quiet guy, and then you kind of became the action guy, and then towards the end of the season, you kind of became the the funny guy, like you just had some good lines. Just, who, Henry, who are you on the show? <laughs> I'm the guy who kills Gordon. Uh, so, so Henry, again, just you came on, you were like Mac, the mechanic, like, and then all of a sudden you were out kicking ass and running around. What was that like? A lot of fun. <laughs> do more of it. And you're a small guy. You can just stand up for for the folks to be able to see. I just, I come on. Yeah. 
I'm stood up at the moment. <laughs> we're, we're not going to make Nick stand up. We are going to make Nick talk, though. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, you you came to the cast kind of at the last second, like uh, like the day before we were shooting. You flew in from England. Yeah. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, yeah, it was kind of nuts. You guys were all here, weren't you, doing Comic Con and. Um, I was shooting something in London and wrapped that at like eight o'clock that night. Got on a plane the next morning after a few hours sleep, landed in LA, having just spent the whole flight just wired and, you know, not been able to relax or sleep. And then got picked up, driven to set and was straight into costume and makeup. And as you know, before then I said to, I said to one of the ADs, I was like, oh, can I, can you tell me where I can get a shower and freshen up and stuff? And they were like, um, we kind of need to get you into costume and makeup. Stop me in costume and makeup. And then I was upside down in a uh, SUV with um, Xena the Warrior Princess. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah it, was, it was weird. <laughs> but fun. So, so uh, Adrian, could you understand anything he just said? <laughs> we not have that do. problem every do. day. <laughs> uh, so Bobby Morse, like you're a geek. What's that like? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a geek. <laughs> it's pretty awesome to play this character as a huge comic book fan, and uh, there's a lot of pressure coming in on it. Um, you know, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but everybody's been really awesome, and you guys have been very warm and inviting and positive towards me. So thank you. And these guys, especially, you know, you guys are like family, so. Not you, but everybody else. <laughs> uh, you know, this group seems very, because they're, they're serious. They're serious actors. They're doing serious things. They're, they have serious missions. They're constantly out saving the world from serious bad guys. I have some serious footage I need to show you. It's very serious. So, I think right now what I would love to do is open the floor to some Q&A, and then that way we can talk to the rest of our cast here. Do we have people lined up there? Hey, look at that. Hi, oh, sorry. Hi. how you doing? Hi, Hi. my name's Erica. Um, Hi, I'm, Erica. Hi. <laughs> um, I just wondering, you guys, I know you guys have a lot of fun on set, and I was just, uh, What gave you that impression? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> um, I was wondering what the first impression that you had, what was the first impression you had of the person sitting right next to you, on the right? You can start with you, Clark. Oh, <laughs> wow. What? Who, her? <clears throat> I don't remember when we first met. Oh yeah, I do. It was at the table read. I think this is my one to Sorry, answer. Sorry, I was just... <laughs> I mean, you can tell your first impression of me. I, I can't. I can't BS. Um, I loved Chloe Bennett from the first moment I met her. She was psyched to be here. She was incredibly enthusiastic and game and brave, and really brought everything we needed to make the thing work. And it's just been like that for all these people, really. I mean, we got to meet. We got to meet the new people who showed up and gave us this incredible infusion of new energy last season. And the uh, people like Brett, I love him. I love him. And, uh, and, and Elizabeth and everybody, we're just so lucky to have this cast because uh, I feel like what really is working is the way that people show up ready to play and really have fun together. And I think that's all I got to say. 
<laughs> so I, I, yeah, I just it'd just be too much fun. I'm just gonna pick out people that and and do it. So Ian and Elizabeth, when you when you first met, what was that like? Because you you actually had to do something different. Oh yeah, Am I we helping you with this. Yeah, yeah. We auditioned. Your screen test. Oh, Talk screen about test. your screen yeah. test. Our, audition, our last round of our audition was together, and we had the scenes that were based on episode six of season one. I think when we, I was ill. No, you guys were at the bottom of the ocean, and you were oh. had to figure out how to get out of. <laughs> so we were at the bottom of the ocean. That was the first thing they read. <laughs> I was there. They were not. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Oh yeah. That was, so I oh yeah. Impressions were probably that we were emotional wrecks because the scenes were very intense and that was all we had our time together. So yeah. And we were the fun. only two people that could understand each other at that point. <laughs> yeah. Aww. And, and, and now, it, I, I love that Megan's smiling because she knows where this is going. So oh, for <laughs> the first season, you yeah, and, yeah. and Ward, or Brett, were... Were special friends. You, you were you were special friends. You were friends with benefits. We we had a special you were, assignment. You were bring, I think, is what people call it. We were what? <laughs> Jeff, oh, bring, <laughs> Brett, and Ming, I guess. Oh, oh bring. Yeah. There you go. Come on, give no me something more met. That. Yeah, it was out of necessity, we'll really. I mean, he was there. <laughs> And we were stuck on a bus for months on end, and he was flexing his muscles all the time. <laughs> so I had to help him, you know, flex. Uh, we also had a co-pilot in this uh, by the name of Jack Daniels, uh, <laughs> who seemed to help things a little bit as well. So. Yeah, but boy, uh, that was a mistake, huh? And, it, and it's, it's actually one of my favorite stories, and, and I think we may have told it before, but I, I can't not tell it, and that is, there was a day when we all were out at the racetrack, uh, and we brought you the real end of what was episode 16, yeah. uh, which was after Captain America Winter Soldier, and we discovered that there, the H word was now something that we could say, the H word is Hydra, uh, and we brought the cast together, and we gave them the last few pages, and in the last few pages, um, Ward did some really terrible things. <laughs> Can we eject those people? Can I? S Please, security. No, that's great. Can I see how is that signed? How is Hail Hydra signed? <laughs> what? There's a there's a woman. We have a signer in the front. No. And, Hail Hydra. Oh shoot! Look at that. <laughs> that might be our new salute because this is a That's little. This takes way a lot. Too hard. It takes like huh? Minutes. What? So, so you guys were given the things, and then some of you had some really interesting. So, Ian, what was your first reaction when you found out that that uh, war was Hydra? Um. Oh, it's really difficult for him to talk about it. He can't talk about it right now. <laughs> and, and, and Chloe, I, you, you said something about uh, 
Um, yeah. What did you say? Well, we were in Elizabeth's trailer, because it's the cleanest. And <laughs> <laughs> it is. And they sat us down, and they gave us these red pages, and they're like, we want you all to read this together. And I was like, oh, we're all fired. And then, um, so we were reading it, and then it turns out the big reveal of um, you <clears throat> shooting hand in the face. And I was, I, I immediately go, oh, I kissed him. And then me goes, oh, and I... Then, yeah, and then me... <laughs> Hey, hey, my daughter's a guy. I'm so sorry. And the clean version is, yeah. I said, well, I slept with him. That's not what she said. Thanks for clearing no. that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise to the gang. Um, let's take another question from the audience. Hi, my name is Tim. My question is, what... Lessons have you guys learned while working on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, what have you guys learned while working on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, Luke, what have you learned while you've been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> Chloe is crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's the lesson. Okay. Did you say me? Yeah. I'm crazy? No. What? Oh. Uh, and, and Clark, what have you learned while you've been on, on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Very much the same thing. <laughs> That's the main lesson everyone learns Have you guys been talking here. to my boyfriend? Elizabeth's trailer's clean and Chloe's crazy. <laughs> and Ian is ri ridiculously cute. <laughs> uh, Nick, what, what have you learned since you've been on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, to, uh, to stand on my toes when I'm doing scenes with either of these two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Elizabeth? Um, I've learned to pronounce really long words that sound science-y, but who knows? It could be anything. But you're, you're actually, you're a doctor in real life. You, you actually know all those words. No, yeah, I do, yeah. That is true. It comes at birth with being British, which is... <laughs> uh, next question. now <laughs> well since since jed and jeff and marissa aren't here i get to go sure absolutely yeah. probably um, could make all of season three about that uh, amelia um let me just say that one of the things we're most proud of at shield is the fact that anyone can run shield <laughs> and that we have a number of very strong women who might be running shield at some point we have the amazing precedent that we're honored to share a time slot with in Peggy Carter. Another strong, powerful woman who's more than capable of running S.H.I.E.L.D. And just from the few moments we've spent with you today, I feel that someday you could run S.H.I.E.L.D. As long as you stay away from Ward. 
Hey, there's space on my team too. Whichever you decide. Okay. All right, Amelia. I, I just, I as a question, like if if Ward were putting together a team, is that something anybody here would be interested in joining? Okay. A lot of uh, dark souls in yeah. here today. Okay. So a little, a little bit of a division. We'll see what happens along the way. Do we have another question? Yay! A little Step closer to, to the mic. Either Jen. come closer oh, to the mic or turn the mic on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'm nervous. Um, my name's Jennifer, and um, I'm a military Navy doctor. And my question's for Ian. This is going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to take care of a lot of uh, brain trauma, and I'm really impressed how you've handled um, your, your, your injury. And <laughs> I was wondering how you prepared for it. Oh, thanks. That's really cool to know. Um, to be honest, a lot of the work was done for me, really. Um, by Jeff and, and, and Jed and Mo and all the rest of the writers, they kind of did a lot of the research for me and, and I just kind of had to follow it through really, so a lot of it's really down to them, I think. You did uh, a lot of research yourself. I did, so, yeah, yeah, I did as well and kind of, yeah, and we kind of did that, but they did, they did the majority <laughs> of it. He's being modest, he, yeah. he worked very hard. And I think for me, for me, one of the most surprising things that happened to Fitz this season is, you know, he had something... Like what you know, what happened to him was a very, very serious thing, and we were just very mindful about being very respectful to it at all times because it's a real thing, like you know, that you've experienced that affected a lot of people. Um, but then also for me, it's surprising that not you know, within that, not one of my teammates thought, do you know what? I know what'll cheer fits up. We'll get him a monkey, a pet monkey. A monkey. <laughs> I, I have to honestly say that's the longest that Ian has ever spoken on a panel. I ever. know. <laughs> Well, you know. So, uh, thanks. I, I, you guys got to get a load of who's coming up now. Ah! Come on. Awesome! Got to get a picture wow. of this. Hi, everybody. We have a very serious question. I'm Agent May. And I'm Agent Sky. <laughs> you're, you're now Agent Daisy Johnson. There you go. <laughs> nice attitude. You guys look yeah, great. Girl. Okay. Our question is, besides your own characters on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who are your favorite Marvel characters? And why? <laughs> who wants to? Who's that for? All Daniel of Rand, Iron Fist. Oh, Just Peggy Carter. <laughs> oh, you took mine. Uh, Fitz. <laughs> Mockingbird. <laughs> Daisy. Um, uh, uh, well, I can't, yeah, but if I don't see you anymore, just sit at Simmons. I'm <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna go with Mac. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, I yeah, not Bobby. Um, <laughs> uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Now it's Mockingbird. <laughs> I gotta say the Hulk. Uh, I think I think we have time for one more question. I love your outfit so much. 
Hi. Um, I was wondering if we could see something from season three. Uh, we... Wow. Uh, the, the problem with that is that we have, we have not started <laughs> shooting, but, um, but you know what? If there was a way that, I don't know if you've seen, but we've been like running around with GoPros and, and having a lot of fun. And, uh, wow, I hope this isn't recording, whatever that's doing there. Uh, and uh, if, if we had a chance, if we, could, if we could just sneak into the writer's room now and see what Jed and Moe are up to. Like, find that's out what's what coming. We could find out there. what's coming. Is, like with a GoPro. I wonder whether or not there's anyone here from the Marvel IT security team who could tap into what's going on right now in our secret headquarters. Uh-oh. Shiel will be returning on September 29th. A Comic-Con exclusive that we're going to let you know because we always like letting you know stuff. If you're fans of the Inhumans, joining us will be... We're, sorry. What? Quick question. It said something about Simmons on there. It said she... Let me just do this. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, there's... There, we're going to get there. It said she's the, very dead. The... the the, the character of Lash that you guys know that was drawn by Joe Mad, he's big, he's huge, and he's coming to the show. Now, I'm sorry, is there a problem also, over here? But also me. Um, what is the, uh, so there was a, I don't know, there was a few words next to my name on that board. Oh, what, what, did it, what did it say? I didn't see it. I can't see that far. I'm old. It said she was um, dead. It said already very dead. All, already yeah. very dead? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm, wow. We We've run out of time. Thank you very much. It's been amazing.